back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, woo, boy. Um, yeah, hey, listen, the block is absolutely hot. <laughs> the block is hot. I, the I text am, line agrees with us, too, Strick. I'm hot right now. I'm I'm hot not from the standpoint of heated, blowing up, mad, upset. I am just glad that here on the block, we allow space, not only for you, our listener, but we allow space here in studio to have discourse, civil discourse. I mean, I love the discourse that I walked in on between you and Nick, uh, Nate. Um, it, it's it's refreshing because I think that in our nation right now, in our country, in states, in individual cities, all of these different debates have become so black and white that we've lost civil discourse. We've lost the ability to have discussion, have debate, have, you know, I may not agree with how you see it, Mm -hmm. but yet I can still understand your point of view. Mm -hmm. I can understand that I'm different. I may see it from a different point of view. Yes, I played in the NBA. That doesn't mean I'm right. That doesn't mean I have the end-all, be-all as far as, you know, anything concerning the NBA? No, I'd love to hear your opinions too. I'd love to hear your perspective. I may not agree with your perspective, but that's okay. I agree mm-hmm. to disagree with you, but yet it's still, I still can right. listen and understand. You understand, Nate? Yeah. Did I say that right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think so. And I, But that's why I will say, though, I usually defer to you on these NBA discussions because I'm like, yeah, well, maybe the guy that played nine years in the NBA, uh, in the NBA knows what he's talking about. I mean, that? I just happen to see it, and and and, and I'm not going to sit here and just blow smoke up your uh, your tailbone. I'm not going to be like on uh, Eddie Murphy Raw, uh, not Raw, but uh, um, what was the movie? Sarder Heyman text line, I think, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, where he said, <laughs> I don't think I've I'm seen gonna, that you one. Have, you've got to go back and watch Beverly one. Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop, where he says, Was it Eddie Murphy, gonna, you said? I'm, yeah, he says, I'm, I'm not going to give you the banana in the tailpipe. All right. I'm not going to give you the banana in the tailpipe where I'm going to really just take the perspective of how I viewed it. I haven't, I've, I had the fortune, I've been very fortunate to see it from the old guard mm-hmm. uh, into part of the, I, I've got to experience it from, you know, in, in some of the greatest of the years and the primes of like the Michael Jordan era. And then I've got to see the young transitions crossover. And so I just have a perspective from that aspect. I am actually glad that I never ascended to to all-star status. Or okay. I'm glad that I got to see it as a starter in the NBA. I got to see it as a six-man. And I got to see it as a bench support guy. And just a guy who gives kudos mm-hmm. to the young guys that are out there getting it done. I was glad I got to see it. I knew my time was up. When I just didn't want to be in the gym anymore. I knew the time had passed. For me, the lights, when it turned out, I love this. I love business. I love I love the outside elements of, of life mm-hmm. to going to the movies. I liked, I went to see Top Gun. I got went in there, sat down, had a movie, and nobody probably knew who I was. And I love that part of it. I hate that there are some individuals that can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Like, just try to be Tom Brady and go do that. Oh, my goodness gracious. You understand? The big one was Tiger Woods. I that, mean, too. That, I mean, what is – oh, my goodness. I, I, I hate – I would – I don't – I that would drive me more crazy than having just all the accolades and all that. That part of it, my life would be driven crazy. But – I digress. Any follow-up, anything that... The uh, only thing I have is Gus asked you, Strick, what would happen to Draymond Green versus Rick Mahorn or Charles Oh, gosh. Uh, um, slap the taste out your mouth. <laughs> there, listen, so there, there would be some... Well. Listen, Charles Oakley has on multiple occasions in the back, before game, after game, I'm, I'm, I venture to say even maybe mid-game, he has slapped the taste out of some people's mouths. And yeah, Rick Mahorn was like a bully too. That Man, was the thing. He he got after it. I'm gonna have to get Rick on the show. I, I'm I'm gonna. You, uh, me, I think our I think friends, our I'm gonna have to get Rick Mahorn. Our gonna, listeners would during, love that. Listen, I'm gonna our try to get Rick that. on the show before the finals ends, and 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 even after it ends, just to talk about right this this. I would be right very here. curious to hear like, what he has to say because gonna, I feel like he was the ultimate enforcer. Like when I when I think Rick Mahorn, it was like he was on the court and he knew why he was on the court too. Yeah. And I feel like that's lost in today's yeah. NBA. I'm gonna work on that. No, I think our listeners would love that a lot. John asked you too, Strick. My dad was a coach. Would you ever think about it? I I did think about it, and actually I was a, a coach in a Division two down in New Mexico Highlands. And listen, I'm 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 gonna be honest with my with our listeners all the time, and that's. I wanted to smack the – I wanted to Rick Mahorn. Let me just say – <laughs> I wanted to Charles Oakley some cats on the team just because there was a – there was kind of this entitlement. Um, you know, I'm this or I'm that star, and, you know, I deserve to be on the court. And you're in practice, like, playing like a bum. And the second team, third team is is killing you, and you just think you're going to start? Man, whatever. And then you come, you come sideways at me, I'm like, yo – you got something you need to say. You, that's the part that scares me. Right. You know, I'm, I it's don't a generational do thing too. Yeah, I think a lot man. of it is. I mean, you know, I come from hard work, man. I come from you know blue collar type work, and you know some of the coddled mentalities. I just so it scares me, especially at the younger, at the AAU levels and all of that. If I was gonna coach, it'd probably be at, at a higher level because I. Still Cerebral stuff, of that, all of right. that stuff. Just you know, basketball IQ that irks me when I see stuff, and ooh, it doesn't get done. Yeah, but that's where we are, man. Quick, quick, quick. We're gonna touch into this, man. Farrell's fifty QBs, man. He, Mike Farrell of uh, M Farrell Sports, man, tweeted out. He threw something out there. He said something to chew on. Farrell's fifty. Yeah, <laughs> this is something to chew on too. I'll yeah, man. We're, we, you know, I don't know how much time. I mean, we may jump in on it now, and we may come back on it tomorrow and just tap back in. But his top fifty is very interesting. Uh, the obvious ones is 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 the ones at the top. You know, your Bryce Young, your C.J. Stroud, Caleb Williams, obviously at SC now. Uh, and then you get into Hooker and, and, and Devin Leary, so forth, and Tyler Van Dyke down there at Miami. So you get into those guys that you kind of know. And then you move a little bit down the line, and you find in the top 25 on the first row a man mm-hmm. in big – he wears first red row. for yeah. a living now, and his name is Casey Thompson. He finds himself in the top 25, and then we look on the other side, and something that's interesting, we want to throw it out on the Star Haven text line – 402-464-5685. You find a guy about 
you know, 12 spaces down after him by the name of Adrian Martinez. What do you think about that? I think it it verifies everything that I've been saying in that if, if I had to choose between the two, I would take Casey Thompson. And I think on top of that, I listen, th- th- this is what I've always said about the Adrian Martinez situation. I think it was time for both parties to move on. I, I know there are some people that don't wish – uh, him well. Don't want to look. I wish him the best. It was time to move on. I think Casey Thompson, Nebraska, is a fit made in heaven, and that's literally why I have him at nine wins. And I think the most interesting thing about this trick that I want to point out is that they have Casey Thompson as the third best quarterback in the Big Ten. Mm, interesting. Like they have C.J. Stroud at two, and then they have Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell mm-hmm. at nineteen. And then mm-hmm. twenty five, you have Casey Thompson. Baby Tua comes in at thirty one. Kate McNamara is on there as well. I think if you see a situation where Casey Thompson is the third best quarterback in the Big Ten, I think you have no reason to believe that. We talk about it all day. That nine win mark, you have no reason to believe that that won't be the case. Well, there's something that they see, right? I mean, because you got to really think about it. Um, when I, I'm scared for like Clemson. Where DJ Ulia Galele, <laughs> Ulia Galele, right? Um, DJ U, DJ U, DJ U. Where they had so much expectation, and I bet his NIL went through the roof, and they just feel like they it's got buyer, buyer's remorse, right? Um, so I feel bad for them, but when I look at the Big Ten, yes, you definitely got to look at Aiden O'Connell. They they whip it, and they whip it good. You know, <laughs> they throw that thing around, right? And and obviously, C.J. Stroud is 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 top tier, but then an unseen, unsung hero who found his way from Texas kind of had some, uh, you know, some injury issues. Somebody still thinks very highly of him, and to find him in this top twenty-five in Farrell's top fifty quarterbacks, I mean, listen, that's that's tremendous. Now he's got to show and prove. And I and 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 I just there's nothing in me that would say at this point. I've watched his film. I've watched his footwork. I've watched his ability to come off of reads and to make decisions quickly and decisively, which I don't think Casey Thompson had. I mean, not Casey Thompson, but I don't think uh, Adrian Martinez. I think had. that was a big part of it. I think he just he uh, he would he would get back there. It would be a certain time in his mind on his clock, and then it's run city run. You know what I mean? So. I, I still think that Casey Thompson is got true quarterback DNA where he's looking downfield. He's still trying to probe. He's stepping up in the pocket. He's finding out where the next read is. He's understanding where in the zone, you know, maybe this guy's about to break. I, I, I just got a feeling that's that type of pedigree that he has. And I would like to see – I'm looking forward to seeing that, you know, definitely as we get yeah. into the season. And it is a little bit refreshing, too, because I've looked at it a lot of other polls, and I think it was ESPN that had their tiers of, of college quarterbacks. And Adrian Martinez was fourth or fifth, something like that, and he'd change the scenery. Casey Thompson was blown like ninth tier. And I th- that's the one thing that I just really don't understand. And yeah. I and I don't know if it's maybe just because of Adrian Martinez, how he's just linked to Nebraska, and maybe people are saying, okay, he has all this starter experience. He just needed to move away. But – Listen, I, I, and we always talk about this development, especially when it comes to Adrian Martinez, but that that's not entirely on the coach, but it's not entirely then on Adrian Martinez too. So I feel like finding that middle ground is tough is where where do you draw the line of Adrian Martinez got, his, got in his own way, Scott Frost got in his own way, Nebraska got in his way, the hype. like I, I, That's, I feel like, the most difficult conversation you have about Adrian Martinez because obviously it didn't work out on the field, but why? 
Mm-hmm. You know, and and I feel like that's the question that everyone's a- asking, and I yeah. think that's why it's so fascinating to see Casey Thompson at twenty five, and third best in the Big Ten. Because if that's the case, that means that we're looking at a completely different team, and maybe Adrian Martinez was part of the reasoning behind those those seasons. And look, I'm not I'm not blaming it all on him, but it would be very very interesting to see if he's the third best quarterback in the Big Ten, how Nebraska shapes out this season. And very and, fascinating. And who 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 was our leading receiver last year? Samari Touré. Okay, Samari Touré. So Samari Touré was our leading receiver at almost a, th- a thousand yards. Almost, yeah, close. And he came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, people knew. So what? That's the type of thing that they were able to find out there in the portal. So. There's nothing to say that they're not having the same type of capabilities with now a Mickey Joseph to pull that type of caliber in with someone like Chubba Purdy as well as Casey Thompson that are able to sling that ball with accuracy and, con- and probably better consistency, that it would change whether or not they would have success in the passing and game. you're throwing a five-star in there now, too. Trey Palmer? I'm telling a five you. star and Gus corrects me too. He says Nathan, it was seventh tier versus fourteenth tier of Casey Thompson. Mm-hmm. A joke, joke. I'm I not buying that. I'm, 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 I'm not buying. I'm that. selling. I'm selling. I'm selling. But yes, uh, we we've got one more segment here. We're gonna finish up here on the block of 93.7 the ticket at ticketfm.com. I'm E Strick and that is Nate Brennan. We're gonna be right back after this. All right.